right, we are back, and my next guest is standing by to join us, writer-director Debbie Goodstein. Good morning, Debbie. Hi, Janine. Thank you so much for calling in. Great to be here. I was really interested in your background. I know uh, you've done a lot, and before we get into your current project, uh, Echoes from the Attic, could you talk a little bit about your background? Well, sure. Um, I've mostly uh, been a, a writer and a, a documentarian. Um, I've done a, a number of documentaries. One was called Growing Up in America for Fox Television many years back. Um, I've done several short films. I've done a feature film called The Mighty Fine, starring mm-hmm. Andy McDowell and Chaz Palminteri, which was more recent. Uh, I've been kind of all over the place uh, trying to balance career with, with kids, so I've been in and out of the art world, and um, most recently I did a follow-up to my very first film, Voices from the Attic, Echoes from the Attic. I think that's what we're here to talk about today. Yes, yes. So, so tell me about these two films. Um, you can talk about them in any order you like. Sure, sure. Well, in 1989, I was still a, uh, a student at Columbia Film School, and for my thesis film project, I was trying to write my family's uh, story, the saga of hiding in an attic. My mother was hidden in an attic with 15 members of her family for two years, and I was trying to write it as a feature film, and I, didn't, I realized I didn't know all of the information. I, I only knew the, the, the basic plot points. I didn't know what had happened, what they'd been through, what they'd suffered. Nobody was willing to talk about it at the time. And my Aunt Sally uh, at that time said that she was going to make a trip back. She had been in hiding along with my mother. She was going to make a trip back to Poland and try to find the woman that hid them in an attic and get into the attic and try to you know, find out more about her own story. She had been a, a small child at the time. And I thought, okay, I'll do this as a documentary. And I got a... Uh, DP, uh, who had made his way into Poland prior, mm-hmm. because it was difficult to get into Poland at the time. It was still under the Iron Curtain. And um, we got in there, and we followed my, we traced my mother and her family's footsteps to the attic. We learned the whole story. We got to meet the woman that hid them, and we actually got into the attic. And it was one of the first of its kind. Like, since that time, there have been a lot of films made about people, you know, tracing their, their Holocaust history and going right. back. That was one of the first, and I think it's why it got a, a lot of attention, and it was, it was shortlisted for an Academy Award. And, and anyway, I wow. put that to bed after that, and I determined, like, that I figured it all out. I knew everything mm-hmm. there was to know, and it was done. And it was only uh, a few years back when my Aunt Sally again said she was going back. This time, she had finally gotten the, the farmer who had hidden my family recognized as righteous among the nations, which is a great status yes. um, Yeah, given by uh, Yad Vashem mm-hmm. to the people who have helped rescue different Jews during, different Jews during the war. And um, there had been some question about the, the entire family getting recognized. Finally, she was able to get him recognized, and there was going to be a celebration, a posthumous celebration for the farmer who had hid them. And it ended up that 21 members of the family went back. And I thought, should I film this or not? You know, I kind of felt like I had an obligation. I wasn't sure I wanted to go there. And then I... I, I decided I'll, I'll do it, I, at least for our family archives. I'll, yes. like, I'll have this footage. Sure. And I went back and discovered that there was a whole other film to be made um, based on really the, 
the, the family that hit our family and their story. Yes. So I that's mean, the background. <laughs> it's, it's an unbelievable story. I mean, how did it feel first meeting this family that rescued your family? You know, it's really unbelievable. I mean, the first time around when I met them, it was stunning. And this time around, it was even better because, uh, you know, we're, we're more of age. We got to meet some of the grandchildren who speak English, mm-hmm. so we could really communicate with them. And it, it, it's, it's unbelievable. There's a, there's a, real, there's a real connection um, among the families. We even have a Facebook page now oh, for us and the family that hit us. And, and, and there's a number of people, uh, my cousins and their cousins, who visit the fa- page frequently. Mm-hmm. So it's really nice. It really was incredible. I was watching um, some video clips, and I was thinking, wow, they, this was incredibly risky. That's an understatement, what they did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it was, you know. And it, I think at one point in the film, the, the kids were talking, because it was also there was a third-generation perspective. So my kids came along, as did um, cousins, children, and um, the kids were talking about, would they do that today? And these are Jewish children talking yes. about, would they put themselves out for another family like this family did? And, you know, they were wondering if they would do it. Right. You know, yeah, I mean, it was entirely risky. And I think what we were able to uh, discover on this last trip was that it was a bond of friendship that, you know, went way, way back where we had uncovered that my grandparents had helped um, the Grahulski family children when they had been orphaned years ago. And it was this orphan who um, was friends with my grandmother, um, and they had just a bond of friendship and trust. And when she came to him and said, will you hide our family, he, he couldn't turn them down. Ugh, uh, what a yeah. story. What a story. So uh, tell me what's happening with the film. I, I know it's premiering in Berlin. No, it, it actually premiered in Berlin already. Oh, it, it was okay. on a three-city tour in, right. uh, through the Berlin Film Festival. Um, uh, Arsenal Group, they, they took it on a three-city tour. We did that already. And now it's coming up. It's going to be uh, screened at the Museum of Tolerance uh, for Yom HaShoah week yes. for the events that are going to be held there um, uh, starting May 24th. May 24th, Okay. Great. Yeah. I want to make sure I put that up on my show blog. Yeah. Okay. So, no, we're really excited about that. And we, you know, we, we have high hopes for the film. It's also going to be in New York sometime again soon. We haven't come up with the date yet, but it's going to be screened there. It's, uh, we have some plans for screening in all over Florida. And mm-hmm. it's going to be at a Warsaw Film Festival in, uh, did I say May 23rd? I meant April. April, April 24th, April. right? Yeah, yeah, April 24th, okay. sorry. All right. It's also going to be screened in, um, in Warsaw in May, May 24th. Fantastic. I love how you juggled, you know, your passion with raising kids because you always want to have something for yourself, and this has tremendous meaning, obviously. Do you have advice for people that uh, want to pursue this type of passion? I mean, filmmaking is, is very challenging. Yeah, no, it is. And and oftentimes when young people come to me and say they want to do it, I try to discourage them because I, I think do. those who really want to do it will will push through the discouragement. You know, they'll they they have to do it. And that's the way to go into it. You really have to want to do it beyond anything else. 
Um, they say that you know, documentary filmmakers in particular have to be willing to risk you know, a, life, a lifestyle that isn't necessarily cushy and, and um, you know, not, not seek fame and fortune, but just right. want to, you know, tell their stories. And um, it's really a moral imperative in many cases with the social filmmaking. So, uh, yeah, you've got to really, really want to do it. And um, it's, it's got to be this insistent kind of passion. And if you have that passion, then by all means, I encourage you to do it because it, it probably means you were, you were born to do it. Yes, it's the most meaningful kind of work, it seems. I think so, and I also find that the people that I meet in this field are incredible people. Others who have done this with their lives mm-hmm. are, uh, you know, just by and large my favorite people, um, even beyond people who are in just filmmaking in general. This is, this is a specific type of filmmaking, and I've, I've straddled both worlds, and I love documentary filmmakers. They're incredible people. Love it. Where can people find out more about you and the film? Uh, you can go to echoesfromtheattic.com. Okay. That's the best place to start right now. And, um, yeah, that's, that's what I would advise. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, any other projects in the works for you? I'm actually uh, working on a screenplay of the family story oh. uh, as a narrative feature film, the, the story that I always wanted to tell in film school. Now I feel like I have all the information I need to take it there. I also have, believe it or not, a comedy that oh. I've been working on for a number of years. Uh, it's a political satire based on uh, what's going on in, in, in our world today. It's, it's called, uh, it, it, the blog line is Female Hamlet. <laughs> in the Trump era, and uh, and um, I'm also working on a another documentary about the refugee crisis in our country today. So I'm I'm pretty busy. You are wow. <laughs> yeah, well, but I love it. I I really enjoy what I do, and um, and I have two kids who are now a little older, so they're 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 on their own, and and I can. Do you know attend to my passions fully? Right, right. Have a little more freedom and exactly good. wonderful, Debbie. Thank you so much for calling in. I've really enjoyed this. A little later on, it will be up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kci.org. Great. I really appreciate it. It's great meeting you. And again, just to reiterate, uh, because I made that slight error, it's April twenty fourth. So at the Museum of Tolerance. Perfect. Thank you so much, Debbie. Thanks so much, Denise. Pleasure okay. meeting you. You too. Bye bye. Bye-bye. That was Debbie Goodstein talking about Echoes from the Attic. And if you missed any part of this, it will be up on my show blog within an hour or so after I wrap. Again, getthefunkoutshow.kci.org. I have one more guest calling in in just a moment. Uh, We'll be talking about the Calcoa French Film Festival coming up. Um, And that is, I believe, next week. So let's take a mini break, and then we'll be back and uh, play a little music in between. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. (laughs) 